Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and boy do I have your title, Rejecting the Truth from the Rejection Series. You know, maybe you've heard the famous story uh, that we mentioned before in a previous message about the diamond mine. The farmer, he had prayed for years to God to find a diamond, just one diamond, just one diamond, you know, to provide a good life for his family, to meet that goal in his life, to just find that diamond. He worked so very hard. He searched everywhere. He sold everything and bought this farm with fruit trees. To, to, to mine in that area, he just thought that, you know, and he would just work everywhere and search everything. You know, but there was a small missing piece of this story that maybe wasn't mentioned before. The farmer was told that the property that he was being sold to by this old man was a diamond mine. And he dismissed it, noticing that the the man had told him, you know, he was just speaking maybe about the potential of the cattle and the plentiful, oh yes, the plentiful fruit tree harvests. There were so many fruit trees. Maybe he was thinking, oh yeah, it's a diamond mine because all these fruit trees, yeah, we could sell it. And yeah, they could have been well off just by that. So maybe you recall the storyline that he struggled and he traveled all over the world and eventually he gave up he gave up even to the means of suicide drowned himself in the river in the Nile beforehand he had sold the the farm you know with the fruit trees to try to find diamonds and clear across the globe he put his family up in some apartment and then eventually you know he just failed to even find one diamond. You know, each time just earnestly praying to God every step of the way, God help me just find one diamond. In short, the man he sold the property to, the farm, you know, he was sitting for a tea break and a priest had passed by and walked by and asked to join by the fireplace. And if you remember this story, he saw a large stone at the mantle. And he asked to take a look at it. Of course, you know, it's just an old rock, the man replies. It's just an old rock from out back. I've got plenty of them. It's such a chore. They're everywhere. They're just, they're just everywhere. I don't even have to dig. But when I do dig, there's just so many in the way. It's just, it's just relentless. Even, even in the soil, you can't dig without them being in the way. It's such a, such a pest for me. Such a chore. The priest uh, raises the eyebrow. The priest explains, you know, that, that, you know, he wasn't a priest beforehand. That he was actually a famous gemologist. A gemologist. You know, a gemologist that, that was tasked to find the rarest stones in the world. Isn't that something? He starts, you know... He starts picking away at it and and moving it away. And then he tells the man that, you know, this stone here that you say are plentiful out all over your property is one of the rarest diamonds in the world. You are literally living in one of the largest diamond diamond mines in the entire world. 
And it's a true story because it actually is the largest diamond mine in the world. Crazy. Many of us, you know, we have become Christians and even lived and said, you know, that said life for many, many years. Yet the stone has been cleaned. The, cl- the stone has been cleaned and approved. Jesus is exactly what the Bible says he is. He is the way maker, the promise keeper, the light in your darkness. And he is our God. Maybe many of us are looking for, you know, something like the farmer. Lord, just give me one diamond. Lord, just this one job to get me through. Just this one task. Just this one woman. Just this one. Just this one. Just one. Just like, let me make that first million. Let me become that millionaire. Let me work to that thing. Let me become, just let me have a thousand dollars in the bank. Let, Let me just keep that in the bank. Something to fall back on, some kind of a cushion, something so that I know that the family's okay. Like this, this farmer struggling, just wanting the family to be taken care of so they didn't have to struggle through life. And I believe many of us have, you know, we've become Christians. We've, we've lived that Christian life for many, many years. And yet, We have the rarest of all. You know, many, maybe of us are looking for that. Yes, like the farmer. And and maybe, maybe we've overlooked. Maybe, maybe we've overlooked that we are sitting in the diamond mine. that, That God is the God that answers prayers. Not charges you $35 to read your palm and tell you, you know, you'll win the lottery in 1989. No, God never, God never breaks covenant. God doesn't lie. His word says, ask, seek, knock, and pray for it. According to his will, God's will is for you to be prosperous and successful. And we get, we get stumped on it thinking that we're, we're making mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. None of us. Can you imagine if our, you know, for, for us to get to heaven was the way that we look at each other now, the way that we judge each other. None of us would be in heaven the way that we are so judgmental to each other. But God is a loving God. God is able. God is able. The spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. Just say that. Just say, the spirit is willing. Lord, if you are willing, the spirit is willing. But our flesh is weak to believe that God is exactly what the Bible says he is. And God answers prayers. He is the way maker, the promise keeper. And he is the light in this darkness, in the darkness of doubts, confusion, Sickness, disease, circumstances, whatever it may be, God is able. The spirit is willing and the flesh is weak, right? Let's read herein and let God speak to us yet again. Isaiah said these things. I'm reading out of John chapter 12. Isaiah said these things after he got a glimpse of God cascading brightness, you know, that would pour through the Messiah. 
Jesus summed it all up when he cried out, Whoever believes in me, believes not just in me, but in the one who sent me. Whoever looks at me is looking, in fact, at the one who sent me. I am the light who has come into the world, so that all who believe in me won't have to stay any longer in the dark. If anyone hears what I am saying and doesn't, and doesn't take it seriously, I don't reject him. I don't reject him. I didn't come to reject the world. I came to save the world. But you need to know that whoever puts me off refusing to take in what I'm saying is willfully choosing rejection. The word, the word made flesh that I have spoken, that I am, I am that word. And no other is the last word. I'm not making any of this up on my own. The father who sent me gave me the orders, told me, told me what to say, how to say it. And I know exactly what his command produces, real and eternal life. That's all I have to say. What the father told me, I tell you. John chapter 12, verses 41 and 44 through 50. When we reject God's word, the word he gives, whether it's through this podcast, the Bible, a song, nevertheless. And if we don't sift and and search, if we don't sift it through the word of God and, and look for those confirmations, we just reject it. You know, one day, two days down the road, maybe seven, even maybe even seven years later, we give up and we sell the farm. And we sell the farm. This message is for someone out there that has given up, lost hope, lost hope, hopeless. Just forgotten the prayers. Say God's not going to answer him. Just forget it. It's it was too big. It was too it was too minute. I mean, he doesn't care about that. God is deeply concerned about you, and He loves you. I don't, so we don't even can't even wrap our heads around that God so loved the world. That means that means that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to put on the priest robe. You don't have to you know you don't have to look a certain part. You don't have to have a certain job. You don't have to have a certain hair color, a skin type. You don't have to be all these things that maybe the world says we have to be. We're not the Pharisees. We don't have to live the Pharisee life. We're not the teachers and the rulers. We're not under the law, but under grace. So whether you smoked the cigarette, drank the beer, smoked the drug, did any, whether, whether you did anything, cursed at your brother, whether you did something just horrendously wrong, for God so loved the world. There's a lot of bad stuff that goes on in the world. There's a lot of bad people out there. There's a lot of bad things happening. But God loves those people. Doesn't love the things that we do and the choices that we make when we live in our flesh and let our and we say we, we we say no to God when we reject His word and we say yes to whatever that is and we keep scrolling and we keep looking and next thing you know it spits us out and it's we spent all of our day in garbage. Nothing positive did we take in. 
and we reject God's word so quickly, so easily. The pen doesn't even have to drop. It doesn't even, the, the, the pen can be, you know, so quick to drop, but be, even before it would, the coin, whatever it is, you could, you could pour, start pouring water out before it ever even hits the floor. We would reject God's word. No, that's not for me. No, God doesn't do that. Oh, yes, he does. Because God is able. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. When we reject God's word, the word he gives, truly, whether it's in this podcast, whether it's in the Bible, we say, no, that's not in the context of what he was saying. We read the context and then we take it with us. You know, study to show thyself approved. A workman needeth not be ashamed, correctly dividing the word of truth, adding this, the, the word of God could add value to your life. In the context of that message, yes, Jesus is still the light of the world. The message is contextual because we don't believe in him. Whoever believes in me, believe that I am exactly who the Bible is, that I am the word that I have brought life to you. I have brought that word to you. Don't reject it. Don't sell the farm. Don't sell the farm that you prayed for. This message definitely is for someone out there who is, who's, who's lost hope, who's given up, or who's about to give up. I'm telling you that today, you've got a miracle worker on your side. And you bought the farm when you accepted Jesus as your personal savior. Trust in him today. Will you trust in him today? Can you just imagine for a moment that, that, that all of us right now, that just imagine that we're on this climbing, mountain climbing, a, a dangerous mountain climbing trip. And, and I reach out my hand. I've climbed a little bit above you and where it's become dangerous. And, and I reach out my hand and I say, hey, or j- just take my hand and, and I'll help you up. And then you look to the right, you look to the left, you, you get, you get like a, you know, you know, your pride kicks in. It's like, I can do it myself. I don't need this guy. His his hair is weird or something, or I I don't even know him. And and, and that's it. We don't even know Jesus. And I'm not saying I'm Jesus, but this, as an example, we won't take the hand. We look to the right. We look to the left. We try it for ourselves. You lose your footing, then you slip. And for some of us, we fall into doubts. We fall into spiritual death. Some of us, you know, see people in our lives that have fallen to actual death. We reject the word and we don't trust Jesus. We don't take that hand. It's trying to help us to climb this mountain of, 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 of dreams and hopes and, and getting our prayers and, and, and the mountain of faith, the walking and trusting and following Jesus. And he said, just take my hand. Instead, we put crystals in our window. We, we, we look at other things because we've lost the, the, the trust that, that Jesus is exactly who the Bible says that he is. 
we're wearing the necklaces we're we're doing the things we got the dragon uh stuff the the dragon charms and bracelets and and necklaces we're looking into other stuff we're manifestations we're we're reading all these books and all these different things to get to that next level because you know it hasn't happened yet because waiting is painful and it's like god you, you haven't answered me maybe maybe it's not that maybe and then we start to doubt and doubts come in and the enemy is very tricky and he knows exactly how to get to us he knows how to pour in doubts and confusion and strife and all these things and and sickness and disease and death and and all this chaos but look god works in chaos it, it's it's just it's it's we can't even handle chaos we start freaking out but god is like i got this will you just take my hand i've got this this is this is what i do in the beginning god worked in chaos out of chaos he created the world it was chaotic it's like everything's not even whoa and just like our situations and just like the thing that whatever we're we're looking for or whatever we need god for it could mean that it, it could we could see chaos but god works in chaos will you take the hand today will you take the hand of jesus today and trust him I've been a follower of Jesus my whole life. I've been a Christian my whole life. What do you mean, follow Jesus? Life is is full of quitters and life is full of people who who's, you know, you know, but I prayed in your name, but I did this. Depart from me, I never knew you. To truly know Jesus is to truly trust in him. Trust in me and I will renew the strengths before he ever before you were ever formed in the womb he knew you and consecrated you to himself yeah we hear all these things but we we reject the word that no that was that's not about me that's about jeremiah that's about that's about moses that's about noah that's about this guy that's about this one that's about john that's about mark that's about the disciples that's not about me behold you will do even greater things than these no that's the apostles not me we reject the word and we reject God will you take the hand today will you trust in Jesus maybe we've overlooked something maybe we've been blinded by all the chaos around us god works in chaos maybe you've been deceived not to believe that god had, god can do absolutely anything Maybe you've been distracted, discouraged, discouraged by the enemy whose primary purpose is to hold you back from stepping into a faith-filled, fruitful life, overflowing with prosper with, with prosperity from heaven in ways that would confuse a, a trillionaire businessman. But what good is riches if your mind is off? What good is is marriage if it's all about looks? What good is it? What good is anything? Really? What good is it? And we say, but, but I've made some mistakes, Reverend Enoch. I made some big mistakes. Hey, I know we all do. None of us could foot the bill. We all fall short. Trust me, Jesus says to you. Trust me. Trust me. 
You want the diamond? I'll give you the farm. You want the family? Now you've got a full house. God is love. Will you pray with me today? To choose Jesus today, to trust him. And whatever you're looking for, whatever you need, to help you with your dreams, to achieve, to get healed, to get the breakthrough you need. Will you trust him today for salvation, for a faith-filled life? Not just prosperity with money, but prosperity with faith and love and, and friends and family and, and, and that, that, that thing that's missing from us. that we sell for 30 pieces of silver. For a Buddha on the dashboard. For a diamond crystal, a crystal in the window. For a dream catcher. And Jesus is like, will you just trust me? I've got this. Don't look to the right or left. Take his hand today pray with me. Heavenly Father, we call out to you. Give us the faith, Father God. Increase our faith to grab your hand today, to walk with you, to be true followers of Jesus, to be true followers of you, Father God. Pour your spirit into our lives, overflowing us, Father God, with whatever you see fit. Answer the prayers that need to be answered, Father God. Take the blinds off of us. Let us see that maybe we are already where we need to be, but we are blinded by circumstance, Father God. We are blinded by body pains and, and things that we go through. Maybe we're blinded by age, thinking that, that we've, we've gone too far like Sarah, like we're too old for it. But yeah, you are able, Lord. Where we are weak, you are strong. Show us, Father God, Come to us in our time of need for that breakthrough. Work through us. Let, your, let you be glorified through us. Let your word, let us actively be living in your word, Father God. Let your word be glorified in our lives. Let you be glorified through our lives. Speak through us. Use us. Give us the zeal to walk forward proclaiming your name through a faith-filled life, being fruitful, adding value to people's lives, adding value to our lives to add value to other people's lives, to bring joy to the world, to bring you to the world through our voice, through our paintings, through our writings, through our gifts and talents, Father God, through whatever you see fit, According to your loving, perfect will, let your grace fall on us. Give us everything that you have in store for us, Father God, according to what you see is right. According to your riches and glory, Father God. Help us to truly see how rich we truly are by taking your hand this day. We pray for those who are sick, those who are in need, those who are in combat, Father God. We ask for traveling mercies for those who are traveling. 
We ask for provision for those who need to be provided for. We pray for our homeless, our drug addicts, our, our, our people struggling. We pray for the, those who are suffering from human, human trafficking, Father God, that you would break through and bring deliverance and freedom to those captives. And freedom to those who have been held captive by a life of living under the law, Father God. Forgive us for living under the law and not under your grace. Wash us clean of anything that could be held against us in the courts of heaven. Anything that Satan or any of his evil latching cohorts could be holding against us in the courts of heaven. Absolve and acquit us from any charge, every charge. Anything in our, in our bloodline, Father God, set us free. Break the chains of bondage as we take your hand today. Overflowing. Overflowing, Father God. Let your spirit be overflowing in our lives. Let the Holy Spirit, Father God, come and intercede for us where we may be lacking the words that we need to be saying. That if, Father God, if there's any theological error in this message that you make it straight, if there's anything crooked in our ways of thinking, any chemical imbalances that are throwing us off from receiving this message, from receiving your gift, from, Father God, anything, put a hedge of protection around our minds and our lives in this moment to step into the purpose that you see us to be purposeful. Unlock those gifts and talents in us and let us use them for your kingdom this day, Lord. Let us be glad and rejoice in you. Let us lift up a praise to you, Father God. Praise the name of Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. In nomine Padre, Filia, Spirito Santos, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages, let it be done be done. May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore because you take the hand. Trust Jesus.